0: boys and girls. This is Miss Kathy. We're in the middle of the Christmas season, and we thought we'd bring you some stories from Guide's Greatest Christmas Stories. After the Christmas season, we'll be returning to our regularly scheduled shoebox mystery books. Christmas is a special time of year, a time to celebrate the birth of baby Jesus, who was born in a stable. Shepherds, after being serenaded by angels, rushed over to find the baby lying in a manger. Wise men, carrying gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh, followed a bright star until it led them to the baby king. What about you? Will this Christmas bring you closer to Jesus? I hope so, and I hope that the Jesus of Christmas will live in your heart throughout the year. Helen Lee Robinson, Editor The Time of Rice by Louise Hannah Corr. Tovis was a round and bustling little man who had never felt the pangs of hunger, although emptiness of the stomach was common among the people of his country. It was the time of rice in Siam when the country people came to the cities and villages bringing their goods for sale. The peak of harvest came just as the Christmas season was filling other parts of the world with joy and peace. Tovis had never been bothered with Christmas, that is, never before had he been bothered with it, and he was not going to let himself be bothered with it now. Just because the woman at the mission had told a story that had moved him strangely was no reason he should give of the plenty that belonged to him. He had gone to the mission station with the boy, Piquette. Piquette had been ill with a fever, and Tovis had not wanted him to die, because Piquette was good help in his rice shop. Nowhere else could he get help at the cost of only a few bowls of rice. That is how Tovis had come to hear the story of the baby that had been born in the little town of Bethlehem. It was a simple story, one that Tovas had sworn to forget, but when he thought he had put it from his mind, he would find it again, hiding in his heart. The story of the baby had stayed with him, because the woman of the mission, the one who had cared so tenderly for Paquette until he was well again, had said that in countries where the birth was celebrated there was much ringing of bells at this time of year, and everywhere in his own land there was the tinkle of bells the oxen wore round their necks as they were driven into the city with their loads of new rice." Tovis was a good rice merchant. He did not hurry from his shop to buy as others did. He waited patiently until all had bought enough. Then he would buy what was left at his own price. So Tovis had grown round and pudgy, and Tovis had grown rich. Across the way Thaddeus Obau had a large red bell hanging in his shop window. Tovis did not look toward Obau's shop because he did not want to be reminded of the Christmas story that had been told by the woman of the mission. Yet not for a minute could he forget he had seen it. If it had not been for the disturbing story of the baby, Tovis would have had a red paper bell to hang in his own shop window. He had money to spare for a bell if it so pleased him, and it would bring trade to his shop. That would have been profitable, but he did not want to be reminded of the story. After Piquette finished cleaning up the shop, he sat down on a keg near the door to rest. From where he sat, he could look across and see the bell in Obal's shop. Tovis would not look toward the bell, and he did not want to look at Piquette. Tovis told himself that the boy was as strong as he had been before the sickness, but although Piquette never complained, he rested more often than he had before, and his eyes seemed to be too big for his small, thin face. Tovis knew that Piquette wanted to go to the mission school. It was only because of the few pitiful bowls of rice that Tovis gave him that he stayed on. He never ate the rice at the shop. Always he would say, I will take it home to eat. No doubt he shared it with his family, though it was hardly enough for one. Then, oddly, Tobus remembered that there had been no place in the inn for the Christmas baby. He shook his head. It was sad that there were always those who lacked rice. It was the day before the Christmas of other lands, and the streets of his own village were crowded with eager farmers with cartloads of new rice. The time of rice had come. It was a time of thanksgiving for the good harvest. Why, if a child were to be born that night, there would probably be no room for him in the inn. There it was again, that story he had set his mind to forget, but that stuck to his heart like a tick to a dog. A rickety cart drew up to the door of the shop. A small boy climbed down from beside his father and approached Tovis' door. Tovis shook his head before the lad spoke. He was not yet ready to buy. He would wait until the other merchants had bought their fill. Then he could make a better bargain. The small boy looked as if he should save his rice for himself. Through the ragged clothing tovis could see the sharp bones of the small body i do not wish to buy tovis said i have not come to sell my rice the boy said with a dignity beyond his years i have come to give it to piquette tovis stared you mean to give it to him he asked noticing how the dark eyes of the lad shone yes he said you see i met him at the mission hospital and i know his family is in great need so i have brought him this supply may i see him Piquette slipped quietly out of the shadows at the back of the shop. "'I have brought you rice,' said the strange boy, which is often said as a greeting in that country. "'He cannot pay you for the rice,' Tovis spoke in astonishment. Piquette has no money.' "'That is why I have brought it. I do not want money. I was told at the mission of Piquette's need, and I wish to share. The rice is for Piquette and his family.' Tovis did not wish to speak." He did not wish to know the answer to the question that he asked, but the words came from his mouth against his will. Have you heard the story of the baby of Bethlehem? The boy's face shone like nothing Tovis had ever seen. Yes, he said, it is because of him that I have brought the rice. He would want me to. Tovis looked at the thinness of the boy holding the rice. He looked at the father who was waiting on the cart. He too was thin. Then he looked again at the boy's face and down at the roundness of his own body, which had never felt the pangs of hunger. Then a strange thing happened. Piquette cannot use the rice, Tovis said. He is going away to the mission school to learn more about the story of the baby of Bethlehem. I will buy your rice from you, and you may deliver it to the home of Piquette. He will then be free to go to the school. It was then that Tovis looked at Piquette and saw the shining in his face. It was as though a great light had been turned on inside. What he did not know was that the light was reflected in his own face. He knew only that the strange thing that had happened to him was a good thing, and that it had something to do with the story he had heard at the mission, the story of a baby who had once been born in the time of rice. The tinkle of the farmer's ox-bell faded as Tovis stood looking the way he had gone. Then he turned to look at the red bell swinging in the window of Obal's shop. Tomorrow he would ask where Obau had bought the bell. He wanted one for his own shop to remind him of the baby of Bethlehem who had put such love into people's hearts that one hungry boy had wanted to share his rice with another. The story you have heard today is from Guide's Greatest Christmas Stories, a compilation from various writers for Guide magazine, edited by Helen Lee Robinson and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. As our special gift to you, we will be sharing one of these stories every day between now and Christmas. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955.